Welcome to another episode of Wicked Smart. I'm your host, Lucas Bean, my co-host over here, Bread, and real nice guy. Bread works for NFT Now, if you guys don't know. Pretty dope place. We have our uh, market update company we have a partnership with, uh, Mintify over here. Mintify, why don't you kick up, like, tell us what's going on over the weekend, man. And it's going to be, I know it's going to be a crazy report. I'm sure you're excited to read this report. So, Mintify, take it away, my man. Sure, sure. I got you. Uh, thank you for that. And how are you doing? How was your weekend? Good. <laughs> Go ahead, Mentify. Yeah, Tell us Twitter follower shaming. Yeah. All right. It was all right, a, yeah. do it. Go for it. <laughs> Fair warning. There is uh, there is some SVB news, but there's also some other interesting stuff going on. Um, the 24-hour Ethereum market volume, not too impressive um, with the rally in the crypto market, but 32.6 million. The Solana weekend market volume, also really not impressive, 4.2 million. Uh, the highest sale, 120, just about 125 ETH for CryptoPunk, 71.67. The only positive index for today, top 20 art up 5%, led by Chromie Squiggle, 12 ETH floor price up 19%. Merge VV 0.04 ETH floor price up 18% and Fragments by James Jean. I've been seeing this one a lot. Uh, 0.25 ETH floor price up 16%. The top losers, top 100 social down 3%, led by Supernormal. 0.23 ETH floor price down 12%. Nuts Dow Poker Players, 0.035 ETH floor price down 12%. And V Friends coming down off of that uh, that high. 4.174 floor price, also down 12%. All of them, all of them down 12%. The most anticipated drops Coliseum is minting today. Pollen is minting tomorrow. Anapang is minting also tomorrow. Frankie the Frog is minting on the 15th. And Naughty Dots is minting on the 18th. And the noteworthy market updates Lego, in partnership with Epic Games, looks to release a metaverse targeting digital markets. So far, there is no indication of blockchain elements, but the information on that was pretty scarce. Pokemon Company hints at a Web3 entrance with job postings. Would be nice to uh, see some more info on that come out. That's pretty, pretty interesting, in my opinion. Binance converted a billion BUSD to various crypto, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and BNB. And for some... Uh, some SVB news. Signature Bank was shut down by regulators citing systemic risk, but depositors will be made whole. SVB clients can fully access their funds after the FDIC created a new bridge bank. Taxpayers will bear no losses. I know that was uh, a big thought in people. Uh, so yeah, taxpayers will bear no losses. HSBC UK Bank acquires SVB UK for one British pound. Yes, <laughs> one pound. <laughs> And uh, the Federal Reserve will make available additional funding to ensure that banks meet the needs of depositors. So yeah, it looks like a lot of this is blown over. Does this speak for a greater uh, greater issue? Sure, it could. But for now, it looks like it's blown over. And the market stats, global crypto market cap, 1014.9 billion, back over 1 trillion after that, uh, that brief dip below. Bitcoin dominance, 42.2%. Bitcoin open interest, really not moving all that much, 5.96 billion and fear and greed back up to 49. It was in the 30s last time. So that's a pretty big jump with uh, obviously crypto seeing some absolutely massive gains today. 24,200 for Bitcoin up 17 and a half percent. Ethereum 1680 up 14 percent and uh, even traditional not getting crazy gains, but 
holding up pretty well. 38.90 up 0.8%. So there you go. Thank you very much. Crazy. Good, good, uh, good update. Good update. So, um, how does everybody feel? Let's talk about SBV for like two seconds. Um, and then I want to get to Ollie, our main, our main guest here at, from discord. So what do you guys think? What are your real thoughts on like what happened? Do you feel like it was, do you feel like it should have been bailed out or do you guys actually feel like it was, uh, they should have kind of like suffered a little bit. Anybody thoughts, concerns, input at all. You guys can hear me, right? Yes. <laughs> Just no response. Dude, no, I'm like, <laughs> I'm in the same position. I'm gathering my thoughts after all that market update. I'm like trying to figure out where it applies and what I'm looking at too. But also it's like, it's 100% accurate. Like everything's, um, it's like too good to be true. But also it's the reality of things as time moves on. Um, wait till everybody figures out that there's a Bitcoin having in about a year from now <laughs> with the current market uh uh what's it called do you think do you think silicon valley bank should have been bailed out yes or no is the question yes or no um because i'm in the tech space and i'm i'm an entrepreneur i've raised funds before i've had startups i've had unsuccessful and successful tech companies right so what are your thoughts like even i think like in some cases i don't know i almost think that uh the only thing we had to worry about is like a bank run on other banks. The thing we didn't have to worry about is like startups kind of like going out of business because they would have, again, 91% of them, would, like nine in 10 of them would have failed anyway. So like why burn through cash? Like really, we're, and we're making people whole, right? In a way where they're nine out of 10 times are going to go out of business anyway. It's really, it's a tough, that's a tough sell to me. And then only 3% of the deposits were covered by FDIC insurance. Three percent. Like, does that sound like smart? <laughs> anyway, I mean, even the bank was the bank should have actually spread them out like themselves. Like, should have just like automatically had some software that spread them out across multiple banks, so it, it covered underneath. You know, put it under two hundred fifty k, just for their sake. Go ahead, Mintify. Uh, I, I'm. I'm uh, not remembering his name, but I believe there was an NBA player that uh, spread his entire net worth across like 50 different banks, only putting 250 40. K into yeah, each it was one. 40 accounts. Yeah. 40 yeah, banks, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was really smart though. I mean, look at it. He's covered, he, you know, theoretically there's other banks or kinds of lending um, tools out there where you get, you get a 1.5 million coverage. So you could have like money market accounts, stuff like that. Anyway, enough about that. You guys clearly don't have opinions on it. I'm cool with that. If you're cool with that, Oprah almost lost $590 million, by the way. Oprah Winfrey had $590 million with uh, that bank. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys know that or not, but there's a bunch of celebrities. And I can tell you right now, that was probably one of the reasons why they did a bailout. When Oprah, Oprah's calling you up, Oprah's calling the White House going, hey, I'm about to lose $590 million. You better turn this shit up. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, Oprah definitely is the voice of God in this case. So anyway, I want to introduce you guys to, uh, your name is Ali on here. Do you want me to go, want me to use your name by Ali or do you want me to use your real name? Like, how do you want me to go, Ali? For right now. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Ali is fine. Patrick's my real name, but uh, Ali, since I go by that, you can use that. Oh, no worries. Ali, it's such a pleasure. So Ali, if you can, if you don't mind introducing yourself and then giving us your origin story, we always start with like, where did you come from? What's your background? What led you to where you are right now? 
that would be amazing for us. Sure. Yeah. And just on the SVB note, you know, SVB was our bank at Discord. Oops. You know. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to hate a little bit. I'm not hating, by the way. I just think no. companies should have such bigger coverage. Like if I had my money and I get it, like, weren't you guys incentivized to like, I'm pretty sure they were in most companies were like, when they got venture capital, they were like, look, you have to, you have to literally bank with Silicon Valley bank. Like they basically, that was part of some of their rules of like giving them the money. So yeah, we had all our investment or our investor capital there. Luckily, our crack finance team were making moves like last year and stuff to smart to decouple us from SVB. So we're, our exposure is minimal. So wicked smart. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Tell me, tell us about you. Forget about Silicon Valley Bank right now. Let's go. About, let's talk about you and like where you came from and how you got to where you're at right now, because there's a lot of envious people. Like thinking like, oh man, that guy has like the dream job. So let's tell, tell us all about it. Yeah, well, it's crazy. I mean, I'm a principal artist at Discord right now. And uh, I've been working for in, in the commercial art industry for 20 years. But I never would have imagined that I'd be what I'm doing now 20 years ago. You know, right. I think that's probably true for most people, right? 20 years into their career, they don't really, weren't expecting to be where they're at. <laughs> yeah, in good ways and bad ways, right? <laughs> So, yes. Yeah. I'm sure Silicon Valley bank or uh, employees are like, what did I just do in yeah. my life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in, when I graduated in 20, 2002, you know, YouTube didn't exist. Social media didn't exist. It was a, you know, 3D art barely existed. You know, it was a very different world. So, um, um, and I think the same way now, 20 years from now, it's going to be a whole different world, you know, with the advent of Web3 and, and AI and stuff, you know, the people that are going to school and and doing stuff now are going to be in a totally different spot. So anyway, um, yeah, I started out as a, as a regular traditional artist, you know, uh, you know, I started out as a kid drawing and stuff like all kids do, um, until they start to become afraid of the blank page, you know? Um, (laughs) so true. uh, Yeah. Yeah. You, you put a blank page in front of a six year old and they, they just tear at it ferociously and no fear, but as we get older, we, we start to get scared of, of, of blank pages and, and am I good or what are people going to think and stuff. So I'm trying to get back to that um, fearlessness. Uh, so like when I was a kid, I, I used to do watercolor was like the first medium I, I did. So I'd do watercolor portraits of pets and stuff. And and, uh, and that was a good medium because it, you have to be fearless with watercolor because you, once you put it down, it's there and you can't paint over it, you know, like you can with other medium. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was lucky, I guess, because I always knew I'd be an artist. Uh, I'm not sure what ex- or exactly how, but I, I never doubted that's kind of the field I'd go into. So I went to art school, <clears throat> you know, went to a community college first and just took bowling and art classes, you know, ignored all the generals. And, Did you say bowling? Yeah, bowling. There's you know, a bowl, there was a bowling class? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? yeah. What? It's like English or bowling. I picked bowling. All right. That's, uh, that's interesting. Well, t- yeah. Friend of mine went to a, a high school, by the way. A friend of mine went to a high school that had flying. You could f- learn to fly at this high school, and they paid for it. Crazy. Now that's dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, no. So I eventually went to Art Center College of Design, which is a uh, art school in California, Pasadena. Cool. Um, it's like the main art school on the West Coast. You know, SBU's or the, the is the main art coast art school in, on the East Coast in New York, but. Um, so I went to art center, 
looking back at, back at it now, you know, I wouldn't suggest people go to art schools because it's, it's crazy. I mean, you pay more for an art degree than you do at Harvard or Yale, which is insane. Um, but uh, so I was in L.A. or uh, Pasadena going to art school there for illustration. Um, they didn't have any digital classes, so I couldn't even learn how to use 3D or, or paint digitally and stuff like that. So, um, but while I was in any, LA. They didn't have any courses on like Photoshop or anything? No. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah, we, crazy. we were fighting. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, even back then, but we were fighting for it. The school was behind the times, you know, so we were fighting at the time to get digital classes and stuff. Sure. Now, it's, of course, it's a huge part of all degrees, you know, um, for better or worse, but um, I graduated in the year 2000, by the way, in undergrad, I got, grad, you know, master's degrees in 2003. And when I was an undergrad, like the last year I was there, like I learned Photoshop and, um, kind of like, I actually kind of like started the program there. So it's definitely oh, nice. something unique. Like people weren't used to like Photoshop. They were like, thought it was some industrial tool. And I was like, it's not an industrial tool. It's like to make art, you know, online, you can graphics and stuff like you know point of sale material things like that and they were all like oh wow cool yeah it's not it's it's really hard to it's actually interesting um you know photoshop and all these programs are like you know they're two uh, what i call two-handed applications because you, you're always using shortcuts too and i don't think a lot of people know that like if you try to like just point and click like it's so much it takes so much more time you just have to learn the shortcuts right you know what i mean key commands yep yep I remember when, when I got my first job, the guy was like sussing out how much I knew Photoshop. And he was like, so you know Photoshop? Of course, what I always say, yes, yeah, I know Photoshop. I didn't. But uh, <laughs> he's like, you know, pointing out a couple commands like command T, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, but it's 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 a double edged sword, I think, you know, because a lot of people go, become dependent on the software and the programs. But. Um, so yeah, let's see, like when, when I was in LA or going to school there, I, I met, uh, I, I found out that my, my hero growing up, our art hero was Drew Struzan. And are you familiar with him? I'm or not. do you know that name? Yeah, I'm not. Okay. So basically you've seen Goonies, uh, E.T., Back to the Future, oh, Star yeah. Wars. Oh yeah. All those, all those movie posters Drew Struzan did. Oh um, wow. So Very he was talented. like- yeah, yeah, he was the man in the '80s and '90s, um, doing all those movie posters. Uh, and so I, I found him, called him up one day, and he kind of took me under his wing and, and mentored me when I was in school there. And I got to watch him, you know, I, I got to watch over his shoulder as he painted the Harry Potter, you know, the very first Harry Potter poster and, and um, Episode Two and um, Star Wars and stuff like that. So he was kind of a mentor to me in, in LA. Um, but uh, he's retired now, but, but I was able to, you know, since, since I mentored with him, I, I kind of picked up on his style. So I did a lot of work commercially, actually, as his style. People would say, you know, can you, mimic, you know, a lot of people mimic his style. Um, but I feel like, uh, you know, hey, he's my mentor, so I'm allowed to do that, right? Yeah, you can get it. You can get, a, you know, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you're just taking his art and going, wow, I really like his style. I'm going to start with his style. And then you develop your own style after a time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So was, did you, so you did posters and stuff too? Like, were you doing like art like that or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I was doing a lot of video game cover art, movie posters and stuff. Like when episode three, Star Wars episode three came out, uh, Drew was doing the movie poster and I was doing separately. I was doing the video game cover for 
episode three um, for all the video games. Nice. And uh, so it was fun because we were like sharing reference together and stuff. And, and I was doing it in, in his style, which, uh, you know, it was, it was fun to talk to him about and stuff. But um, yeah, so I, I worked freelance and did a lot of uh, for a while until I got hired by a studio, an illustration studio in L.A. called Picture Plane. And uh, and that's where I kind of did a lot of the, that early work. Like my first big job there was for three months, I painted uh, fruit for like three months solid. I painted fruit for Del Monte. Del Monte rebranded their whole labels, you know, like you see the canned fruit labels. Um, so I painted all that fruit along with like two other guys. So the peaches and the pears and pineapples and stuff you see on Del Monte cans, I painted like 20 years ago. <laughs> nice. And um yeah, so that was like uh, my first big job, and then uh, and then I started doing other video game work. Like uh, the other big job I did was the lead art artist for all the marketing game, marketing art for a new game called Call of Duty, um, which was brand new at I don't the time. Know, I don't know that game. What's that? You haven't heard of That's that? Sick. Yeah, I love. Yeah. Uh, dude, I have so many XP points in Black Ops. It's not even funny. <laughs> I have like thirty-two straight days of gameplay, and that's not obviously not including. And waiting in lobbies, you know, game lobbies or like on pause or anything like that. It was literally <laughs> an insane amount of my life was spent in Call of Duty game. Yeah, yeah it, it became like a, yeah, it's, it's huge, obviously, you know, for the first 10 years or so, we did all the Call of Duty covers and um, so we dress up, you know, in the, in, the uh, in our World War II outfits and, and stuff and rent guns from the prop houses in LA and nice. do do photo shoots so everyone that you see on the covers of it is like me and my friends i worked with no way put our stuff on there yeah that's pretty cool i was gonna say there was a story where one of the black uh, there was like a character from black ops i believe or i don't remember if it was modern warfare or black ops but they had like full-size character in la standing in the window and somebody called the cops and thought it was a hostage <laughs> Like it was a hostage situation because one of the new employees pushed this panic button. They didn't know what this button was and they pushed it. And then the cops like, you know, it's a regular cruiser just showed up like, what, you know, why'd you push the panic button? And there was a guy standing in the window, like a full life-size guy with like a, you know. That's crazy. Yeah. An M4, like crazy machine gun standing in the, they thought it was a hostage. (laughs) They sent in SWAT. They, they went, they sent in SWAT over a full-sized character, character from, uh, from Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, I think it was. It's hilarious. We, we were lucky, I think, we because we'd be up on the rooftop with with in full uniforms and with guns and stuff doing photo shoots. And this was on Santa Monica Boulevard, actually, <laughs> Third, <laughs> Third Street Promenade, Santa Monica. No way! Wow. And, and uh, yeah, so we we our studio was right next to Mark Wahlberg's production company, so I saw him all all the time in there. But um, anyway, I used, yeah. work, I used to work on that sa- in that same area. There was a couple of like incubators over there. And oh, I worked yeah. at a couple of incubators helping startups. Yeah, yeah. Santa Monica was cool until until I, you know, once I started having kids, I'm like, gotta get out of California. <laughs> gotta get out of California, so we moved right? to Texas. Oh yeah. God, I don't know about that. I don't know if that was an upgrade or not. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> it, dep- I it depends. Upgrade. It depends on where. In yeah. uh, Texas, of course. Like, hopefully, you move to the to the good part. <laughs> well, I was I'm in the Dallas area. That's where my wife's nice. family. Nice, but, that's a good area. I have good friends yeah. there. Yeah, you're good. That's a good spot. LA is cool if you're. Yeah, LA is cool if you're multimillionaire and can afford private school and, and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, for us regular guys, you know, just starting out in life, it was tough. So, 
But uh, yeah, the studio I worked for, they, they wouldn't let me go. So they, I opened up a studio for them in Texas here and uh, started hiring people out here. And um, um, yeah, and then I guess, uh, yeah, I did a lot of work for different video games like uh, Force Unleashed and Battlefront and Skylanders and Titanfall and all these different games. So, so probably did over like 100 different video game covers over the years and toy packaging for Hasbro, did all their Star Wars line, all that kind of stuff. Nice. That's pretty cool. So you did some CPG stuff for like major brands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did uh, all those line looks for the different each Star Wars uh, year. They would come out with a different line look for their packaging. And, and um, now I know who to reach out to when I need some uh, some packaging over here. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Did some movie posters like for Moana. Um, did the um, teasers and main posters for the, that and a couple others. Um, Kung Fu Panda and stuff. Um, but um eventually kind of left that and did uh, bounce around a couple different independent game studios <clears throat> um and independent game studios are notorious for kind of coming and going you know um but one of those studios called playful and uh it was founded by paul bettner he, he created words with friends i'm sure you're familiar with that oh game, yeah who is if if they're, someone's not familiar with that been living under a rock words exactly with friends was the jam for a while there, yeah so. yeah so he had, he had a studio and I worked with him and, and uh, they actually got a really cool game out now funded by and backed by Polygon, which is called uh, Wildcard. So you, you guys got to check that out. It's called, uh, you can look at it on Twitter, Play Wildcard is their handle. But What's a, what's the game premise like with that game? <clears throat> is it a card it's game? Like a, yeah, it's like a trading card, but it's a, it's a battle game. Um, you, you use cards to summon creatures or mobs to fight for you and with you against your other, uh, against another team. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's cool, but it's been in the de development for like five years or something. So, um, they've got a really good five really good... years for a, a casual card game. Wow. Um, that's crazy. Off and on, yeah. That's crazy. But, yeah. But, uh, Polygon's backing them now and they, they're, it's looking really cool. Really cool. That sounds awesome. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, that, that's where I met, uh, Brandon, um, his name is Brandon Kankowski. He was the second employee at Discord um, back when Discord started. Um, if you know, Discord didn't used to be Discord. It was called Hammer and Chisel, and it was also an independent game company, um, game studio. And uh, Brandon was the first character artist there. And, and um, Hammer and Chisel, they made this game called Fates Forever, which was a really cool game, amazing uh, game that... Uh, Got great critical acclaim, but just couldn't find a niche, couldn't find an audience um, enough. So they had to kind of shutter that. But interestingly, at the time, there uh, Jason, the founder of Discord, and his is the lead engineer, Stan, were working on this chat app, chat or messaging system, right? That because at the time to play a game, you had to use Ventrilo or or uh, Teamspeak or whatever, and there was terrible to use. So, um, so they. they Jason and, and Stan created this, what's called Discord. and uh, So they start making games and then right into Discord, like building this chat app? Yep, went directly into that. And obviously, you know, once they launched, it just exploded and has just grown crazily since then. So so that, let me get, let's get into that real quick. I want to hear more about the, the prep, like how Discord came about. So basically they're a game studio. They were building games. Were they like casual? Were they like trying to build AAA? Like what were they trying to do? Like, PC games, like DLC games, like 
Yeah, it was like a PC kind of AAA release. Like they had, they did, they weren't making small, quick, casual games. It was like big, meaty games, like the Fates Forever one. And, um, so, so yeah, because yeah, Jason gotcha. like Steam huge... games, like games that are on Steam yeah. and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Jason's a huge gamer, and and um, um, so yeah, that was that was the goal. You know, um, unfortunately, that part didn't work out, but uh, <laughs> it led into a happy accident. You guys are building a platform. This is this is what I wanted to get to. Is that mm-hmm. this is how it works? I, I've started companies before. And one specifically, I started a social media ad agency back in like 2012. Um, and I was like, it was doing okay, but it was like super stressful because you get new accounts and then there's like a race to a bot- to the bottom, right? You know, a ton of other agencies will come in and be like, we'll cut the cost in half, you know? Like they, they, you, could, you can always cut cost in half when you're trying to compete to get business. So I built a lead generation machine, which was like events. I'm like, I'm going to have events and they're going to lead to, to leads. I'm going to meet people at these events that are our events. And eventually the events thing took off like out of nowhere. It just grew by hundreds and then then the thousands within like months. And it turned into a, that turned into like a happy accident business. And I actually shut down the media, the, the social media yeah. agency. Cause I'm like, this takes 80 hours a week. This takes 20 hours a week. I'm going to go with the 20 hours a week with like for crazy returns. So yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's how you do it, right? You have to pivot, adapt or die. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's like one of my main statements I make with everybody. It's literally, um, you got to innovate or die. And I, I think like, this is the idea of like everything. And I love that you're so, so the team was making games. Like, wasn't it like hard to like break from them going, Hey, I'm, we're building, we're game developers too. We're a chat, we're a chat messaging, de- you know, like we're yeah. competing. We're in theory competing with like Slack. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, right. That must've been hard on the ego because they're game well, developers, you know, like, well, the, the game developers part, uh, guys, unfortunately, had to be let go. <laughs> so oh, Brandon, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brandon, he, he left the studio. <clears throat> he left the time because then they're all about, you know, engineering and building this this app, you know, so the art part wasn't wasn't part of the equation anymore. Um, but what's cool is that, uh, you know, a few years after that, in t- like 2019 or something, I think... Uh, Jason called Brandon back and was like, Hey man, and this was all clandestine at the time. He, he created a little strike force uh, within discord that were getting back to kind of the roots of building um, games that could be played in discord. Ah. Um, yeah. And that's how Brandon, um, he reached out to me and I, I came on board with them and there was like 12, 12 of us maybe or something. Um, and we started building these games for Discord again um, that you can play in in the in the Discord. Like you can jump, hop into a voice channel, click the rocket icon, and, and it's called activities. And you can pull up poker. You know, it's all out there now. You can put poker or chess Tri- or trivia. What about trivia? Trivia. There's trivia games. Super yeah. important. Trivia is like um, one of the most important games you could ever develop. <clears throat> Good work. And uh, and so, you know, that's what we're doing now. Um, yeah. That's crazy. So basically you were, you were out working somewhere else and then they were just like, look, here's the deal. We want to start doing this, come back and start making, start making art for us. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like I said, we're a small, we were a small team and and everyone had like wearing 10 different hats trying to, to, to build these things and concept them and create the artwork for them and, and then engineer it and programmers and all that kind of stuff. So 
yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and that's currently what we're still doing. Like we're building it. We have like, uh, we're working with third party apps now. So we have Gartic phone on there. If you've heard of that, um, I uh, have YouTube, not. I have not, okay. Act, we should probably pretend like none of us know what this stuff is. <laughs> I don't know about you guys and, uh, that's listening right now, but I don't know a, a lot of this stuff. So that's why it's, this is all like new to me. Yeah. Have you, do you use discord much right now? Like, uh, yeah, I have not forced to, I built uh, okay. like one of my expertise is like building online communities. And like Discord's yes. one of the best tools for building an online community. Yeah, so. and see that, that there's kind of the crux of our problem, at least for my little division, is we launched globally in October, but unfortunately, most of the people that use Discord still don't know we exist. So we're trying, you know, uh, you you know, people don't realize that you can actually play, you know, together in Discord, um, use these games and apps, and because um, I see a lot of people using like bots and stuff to play poker or different games within the channel i'm like hey man just hop over you can play it right you know yeah i didn't know that until you just said it so there's no question that that's going to change for me too so that's interesting you. you guys um do you guys have like pop-ups and tutorials saying you can now play games within chats and does it and is it only within like a voice chat or like how do you play these well, games for the uh, immediately right now yes but you know obviously we're we're expanding that to be in across the platform you know but right now you can access it through voice chat yeah okay so that's probably why a lot of i would say a lot of people don't use voice chat but you have you would probably know the stats better than me um the yep. people at least that i i work with do not use voice chat as often it's like maybe once a week at most right. and that's that's you know that's yeah. pushing it that's being generous like i don't think people use voice chat as much i think they're more just chat chat so yep yeah absolutely so we're we're you know i don't know what I can say or not, but obviously we're, we're pushing it yeah, into like mobile and to the DMS and, and different channels and stuff. So you can access it easier. So if you spool up, could, could you actually, in theory, do you guys have like an ability to like spool up a game, which would then spool up a chat in a way? Cause I would almost want to, I would launch an audio chat is like, if I was going to play a game, I wouldn't launch a audio chat and then launch a game. See what I'm saying? Like, the, it, which one would come first? And if I want to play a game, I would be like, well, I can play a game with somebody in my community right now or someone that's like talking in this channel. And if you push the button, it like adds a little pop up inside, not one say pop up, but a little link inside yeah. like a general chat. And it says, hey, play so and so and so and so are in this audio yeah. chat playing this game. You guys want to, do you want to join? And then bang, you got like all these people discovering your games. Yep, you're, you're exactly right. We kind of went backwards because we had to start with the voice chat and then, you know, um, you get into the game. But we're kind of, we're revisiting that and, and, and doing it so you can access it easier, like you said. And, pretty yeah. smart. You guys are pretty smart. So what are you currently working on in Discord right now? You Are you making the art for the games? Like what exactly are you working on? Yeah, so I, I do artwork for, like, you know, I create, each game needs a little logo, we need some, you know, uh, we need the layout, the UI and UX, you know, so I do a lot of work for that and um, UI design and and, um, and then the assets that are in the game, what it looks like, you know, if there's cards, you know, we'd have a card designs and that kind of stuff, so I do a lot of that work. Um, but yeah, as a tip to anyone else out there, like, if you want to good solid field to go into man go into ui ux design because there's a sore need for those 
cats, you know, the people that can. No doubt. Can do that. Dude, UI UX is like makes, it's literally 90% of any onboarding experience or any user experience. If you get the UI UX, UI UX correct, you win. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking win big. And if you get it wrong, it's like curtains for you. Like it's just not going to work out eventually. It's not going to work out for you. You need a really right. good user experience for you to be successful these days. So, yep. I mean, that's the hardest thing to do too. Is it's like once you get there, you know it because people like are like looking at going. Well, obviously, how else would you do it? You know, it's like the obvious solution is like super hard to get to. Um, you know, to make it simple and obvious. Uh, you know, that's a that's a tough road to get to. That's why so many. Uh, apps and stuff have, have difficult UXs and Discord too. You know what's what's one of the big gripes of Discord is it's quote hard to use, right? Um, and it's that not, I wouldn't say it's hard to use. I think it's it's overcomplicated because you guys are trying to do too many things at once. Um, I think that's more of a, a thing that you guys could fix. Um, and also just like another thing that's hard to use is like you you jump into a Discord and there's like ninety channels and you're like, wait, where do I go? It's right. super confusing. Um, and it's not your fault. You know, it's not Discord's fault. It's that they, people just don't know how to use Discord. So, of course, it's going to be hard to use Discord if you don't know how to use it, but you think you do. You know, like, it's kind of a painful experience, like, having people try to build Discords who never have. There's there's channels everywhere. Um, and it just doesn't, It a lot of it just doesn't make sense. So yeah. That's my yeah. opinion. At least. I don't know. Maybe that's just, I'm the only one who shares that opinion, but. I think it's, no, I think you're exactly right. Yeah. I know. I mean, I've, like, I've done the, I've, the reason why I know this is because I've done this. Like I've literally built discords when I first started building, trying to like mess with discords and like, I didn't know anything about permissions or this or that. And I made all these channels and like hidden channels. And when you're like the admin of the discord, you see all these channels and not, obviously most people don't see all the channels but it looks like a nightmare. So that's why I think people like screw up and build discords incorrectly. They build these channels. They think they need like a mental health channel, like as soon as the thing launches or whatever it is, you know, like there's like maybe 10 basic channels or less you need for a discord to be good. And if you build more channels, you're just going to overcomplicate your life. Yep. Yeah, exactly. What's a, what's good advice on your part? Cause you're a UI UX guy too. Um, obviously it works at discord. That's a big deal, man. Like a lot of people would love to pick your brain, I'm sure. So let's pick your brain. Um, what would you say the biggest failure people or the biggest misconception or, or what they do wrong the most that like are building a discord from scratch? What, what do you think they could do that would make their lives so much easier? Well, you know, you, you kind of hit the nail with what you would just described as in limitations, right? Um, don't try and do everything all at once and build it slowly and, and what your audience needs, not what you think they might need in the future. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that is important. You, yeah. And uh, we're, we're creating tools that will help people doing this. Um, like we're embracing AI. Um, as you and, should. That's genius. So you guys are already doing that. Yeah, I mean we're uh, we're we're embracing it to to where you can actually use it in the Discord to help you build Discord and to help you build your servers and stuff and and we have a chatbot that was just announced last week called Clyde which will be able to I already love Clyde. Do all, I love Clyde. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it can do every, every, uh, all sorts of things from, you know, kind of summarized conversations for you that's going on in the chats. It can um, help you build the Discord how you want it, all, all this kind of stuff. So we're, we're embracing it, you know. Obviously, you know, with, with MidJourney and the different AI platforms coming onto Discord, how they exploded, you know, with like 13 million users in, in the MidJourney server. Um, and Discord kind of allowed that to happen, right? Because MidJourney existed before Discord, like on a website or a couple of the locations that didn't get any traction. And it wasn't until Discord that, until they came on to Discord that it exploded and, and people were able to use it. So we're embracing that and um, building for it, you know, embracing AI, building for, you know, we've been building for it and um, to, to benefit our users. Yeah, so are you guys going to, so obviously AI can help out a lot, especially like, I don't want to say replace mods, but in a way replace low level mods with like, you know, people asking basic questions. You can have these, a bot that basically speaks, you know, right back, you know, so that there's always somebody, let's just say you're overnight, you know, you don't have a mod for overnight or, you know, in a different time zone to cover overnight. You can actually have one of these AI bots train, you know, basically build up your AI bot to actually answer like simple questions. Um, you guys working on stuff like that? Will the bot be able to do that? The AI behind it or? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Clyde, that's one of its features. It's, it can do basically auto mod. So automatic moderation to include AI powered moderation. So that is, there exam is there a cost to that? No. Uh -uh. No way. Seriously? No. Clyde is, is just part of the platform. Nice. I'm a yeah. fan, man, already. I like Clyde. I'm a big fan, man. We got to, me and Clyde got to get some beers or something like that. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. When is, so when is Clyde like fully released or is it Clyde already released? So it's, it's uh, rolling out. Um, I'm not sure where, or it's not a cross platform yet, but it's rolling out. It started rolling out. So I don't know when you'll specifically be able to start using it, but um, it's getting there. Um, so there's no like ETA, there's no like sprint to completion. Hey, no, this I'm should be to, ready by this at X date. I'm trying to look, hold on one second. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing like where or when it's going to be available. I don't think we have that date yet. But um, it's already, yeah, we had a big uh, kickoff with the media last week. And so it, it, all the articles and stuff are out there, but we don't have a date for wide release yet. So you are also working on, um, you know, Reddit, these, these gen, gen three creator tools, Reddit, gen three creator tools. Did you want to touch on that stuff real quick or. Well, uh, Reddit is doing, um, they have a creator program, mm -hmm. which is for where they invite artists to come in and, um, create artwork for their, um, their avatars. Uh, cause right uh, on, on Reddit, you have to use like their, their own avatars. And so, what they've done is invite different artists um, to come and create art. And you're one of them. <laughs> yeah. So th there, nice. there were, yeah, yeah, there were, there was uh, last year they started doing this. They had released one generation and then the second gen in October or so. Um, and Tyler actually was one of the first artists. He's, he's up on the stage here too, um, was one of the first artists to, to do it. And he, he was actually kind of put a bug in their ear and, and got me, got me into it as well. So I uh, appreciate that. But um, yeah, so it, it's a really cool 
we, we don't know when the next generation is going to be released, but um, there's been some leaks on like who the artists are and like, I guess they're blockchain detectives kind of sussed my name out along with a few others, but. Ah, know. so you're one of the, all right. Glad to know. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta grab some of your art. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, everybody. You heard him for, you heard it here first. <laughs> Yeah, so it's 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 cool. It's it's a great program because they're released as digital collectibles, um, and you know Reddit used to be hugely against, or still is, against NFTs and blockchain technology and that kind of stuff. So, but they've released them as digital collectibles and kind of um, created. You know, they've onboarded literally millions of wallet new wallets by doing this by giving away free avatars. Uh, but then the artist ones are paid. So. And they give all the profit to the artist. They take like 2%. So it's very artist. Wow, 2% centric. only. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. That's really, yeah. that, I mean, that, that's not insane in a bad way. That's insane in a really good way. So mad respect to that, to those guys. Uh, Reddit's yeah. definitely doing something right. For sure. For what sure. Is, yeah, they, go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, they've, they've really rolled it out well and um, put the artists at the front. So. Yeah, question to you is, what do you think? Um, what is Discord's Discord's plan for Web three? Do they are they taking it seriously? Are they more like staying with inside their tent pole for like video gamers? Is there something that they're doing, you know, to, to progress forward in like the Web three space, or is it just mainly gaming still? No, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I can't. I'm not speaking as an official representative of company. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. giving my no, giving my own opinion. No crazy deets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do know, you know, obviously the, the our the founders and the executive teams, you know, the people that are kind of running the show, they're all uh, very much see the potential and future of of where the technology is going, and and uh, and love it. And uh, you know, we're all appreciative that. Discord is a platform that's being used by all these communities in Web3. So we want to be a place that's, that's number one, safe for them to use um, because there's a lot of scamming and social engineering and all this kind of stuff. So that's something we always trying to combat and do our best to, to be a secure, safe place because, yeah, we're, we're building for the future. And I think Web3 is a big part of that, you know. Um, that's interesting because I, there's no doubt about it. It is is critical for us to have like a platform that where we have our users, they can come, you know, from a, from a project this and be safe inside of a community so that they don't get scammed or, you know, I mean, obviously you can never make a, a, a bulletproof system. Like it'll never be a hundred percent perfect. I already know that. And who, whoever doesn't know that, like, just letting you know, like you can't make a system that's hundred percent bulletproof. It's just not going to happen. Someone will either figure out socially, you know, play the long game with you and find a way to like get in and, you know, basically become your friend and all that stuff. So again, it's like, it's just the way things work. The downside is that the upside is discord sounds like it's actively working on systems to make your experience safer. So is there an example of anything that you could talk about that, that they're building? That's, that's an example of something they're putting together that will make people safer or is it something that you can't talk about also? Well, um, yeah, I can't talk specifics, but yes. Um, you know, obviously connectivity 
with the Web3 space is, is paramount, it's having secure connections. So um, secure and clear connections so that the likelihood of people clicking a, a bad link is, is less because there's a specific place and way to go and connect, um, let's say your wallet or a verification or whatever. Um, by making those channels available, I think is was one way to really make it secure, more secure um, so that anyone who gets a, a spammy DM link or a link somewhere knows that's, that's, you know, that's not right because that's not the official place to go type thing. Right. Yeah. I think it's tough because it's a, it's such a tough thing to do because you can't like say, Oh, we can't have links at all because then the people who run the discord need to actually post in links. Um, you can't say, okay, we're going to have links and then give it to give access to everybody. And then all of a sudden the people are going to like start scamming people with those links. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's an interesting scenario. And I feel, I feel like, uh, you know, discord's definitely, it's their a to lose still. Like there's nobody that's even close to like coming up with a competitor as far as I know so far. I mean, there's a lot of people who claim like, Oh, we're building the web three, you know, discord for everybody. And I'm like, okay, um, what does that entail? And then they're just like, web three discord. That's it. Web three discord. You know what I mean? Like web three discord and okay, well, whatever that means, like come back to me when you actually have like a real plan and like what it's going to be. Cause that doesn't really make much sense. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's tough because you know, social engineering and scams happen and people think that well, we'll build something new. Like the scammers aren't just going to follow them over there, you know. Um, so we we have the the know how and the history and the the work already in place to support hundreds of millions of users in these communities, and we're doing the work to make it secure. So, so yeah, I mean that's just priority number one, and and hopefully um, soon <laughs> all that will get out there. How long have you been in the NFT space yourself? Like, when did you actually enter the space? So I started in probably to end of 2020 is when I kind of got wow, into it. Oh, look at this. I thought I was like the old fogey in the room here. Uh. I started it. I, I accidentally was brought. I had nothing to do during the pandemic. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be honest. I live by myself. I have nothing. To, I had nothing to do. And uh, I entered in August of 2020 and it wasn't on purpose. It was, I was helping a friend, but man, you, uh, so you entered in 2022. That's pretty amazing. That or 2020 as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was kind of funny because I started hearing about NFTs and reading about them and reading what artists were doing, you know, and this was at the end of 2020. And, uh, so in 2021 in February, I minted my first NFT and I thought I was late to the party. You know, I thought I missed the boat. You know, I thought it was like, <laughs> um, you definitely did not. <laughs> yeah. Well, who, who, who would, who would have known? Right. Um, <laughs> And it cost me like $200 to mint this stupid NFT. So I was like, you know what? I was going to put a bunch of my art online and release it. But I'm like, I can't do that. I can't pay $200 per one to mint. I was using Rarible or someplace like that. And um, Don't feel bad. My first place I minted, uh, my, one of my pieces of art was on Mint, Mintify, I think it was called. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which nobody uses. Or it was a mintable. I don't remember. I, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those, it was one of those platforms where I was just like, I thought I was a genius <laughs> that I've, <laughs> then I actually got into the space for real. And I was like, wow, I'm using like amateur tools here. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And first I, you know, I didn't, I didn't pursue it or really hit it hard. So I just kind of left it at that until the end of 
that year um and uh and by then i released launched my first collection but but eth was like at its all-time high no one was buying nfts you know because their eth was just on a rocket ship so it was a bad time and, and gas was like super high so you know i kind of missed the i missed the window and then kind of let it go until last year when i started talking to tyler actually again about nfts and he was asking me about it and we were trying to figure it out together and and um and that's when the reddit thing kind of blew up and and it launched his kind of nft career <laughs> um so yeah just kind of moving forward now interesting what was your what was your um besides you know reddit and stuff like that what were your what nfts did you get like in 2020 or 2021 or 2022 that you still have and you're like you're really hopeful is there like a project or two that you can think oh of? oh man i got some i got some gems in my hidden wallet I not, I <laughs> is it your sure. wallet of shame you mean <laughs> yeah oh yeah i got i got some gems you know i got the chunky cow club i got uh, astro friends i got um what do i got <sighs> yeah it, it was bad and i have a story on that too because i i've i was led astray, let's say, by some high, highly um, recognized influencers. You know, I saw for myself um, The Shill and Dump by like Gary Vee and some of these other guys on these little projects, you know, in the Discord, these guys popping in there, hyping the project, posting videos of themselves talking about it. So I buy in and then, of course, it dumps. And lo and behold, those videos disappear. Those messages in the Discord disappear. So it's just a bad, bad scene. Yikes. Yeah. So all those video and content are gone after they talk about like certain projects. Uh, from what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, they'll post something in there, hype it up and then, uh, delete it. Wow. I didn't yep. think, I, I wouldn't think, you know, some of those would delete the content. That's interesting. I, I wouldn't think so either, but yeah. Probably pretty smart though at the same time. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> I know I wouldn't, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's uh I remember Gary, uh definitely, you know, I I came in uh I took it really serious. Like I literally I had a I was consulting for a fintech company and I left in March of twenty twenty one and I went full time just working on this stuff, doing Twitter spaces like twelve hours a day, stuff like that. And oh my God, like down the rabbit hole, crazy. Everybody was involved. Everybody was printing, like literally printing money. People would just buy it. You know, anytime a project minted, it would go up by three or four X and then come back down. But at least it went up. Like it almost like it was almost a guarantee you were going to make money on any project if you kind of had like an investing strategy and stuff like that. So it's very, it's a very interesting time is all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot. We all learned lessons from it and then, so I, I launched a new I launched a new series now that kind of is gonna um, under the radar saying this, but it's gonna tie in with what I do for my my Reddit stuff. But it's a separate series that I just launched, and and I had a lot of help like from Sabet, who, who's a who's a super well known artist in the space. He was like so generous with his time, and that's what I found. A lot of the artists you know are generous with their time and will help out other people and and setting things up the right way, and so. It's it's been cool to see this time around, you know, um, learning from mistakes and, and doing things a different way. That's interesting. 
Um, when do we, when can we expect your art to be released? Well, my series is right now, I'm doing these series of trading cards, um, uh, not trading cards, but just cards, uh, limited edition of 10. Um, I'm releasing 10 altogether. The 10th one will be free, but I'm shilling right now. Is that okay? I'm going to shill. You're allowed to shill. <laughs> okay. I asked, so you're good. So, all right. Yeah. So the, the fifth, the fifth card I'm working on right now, um, we released next Saturday, but, um, yeah, in my profile, there's uh, there's still a, uh, half of them are most of them are sold out. There's still like a couple left because there's only an edition of ten each, and they're only like point zero five. So um, there's still a couple left. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm working for uh, right now. So how do I how do I mint one? Where do I mint it? Oh, it's on OpenSea. Um, is it an OpenSea contract, or is it yeah, on, or a, is it on a, one of those uh, other another contract? So you don't have to mint it. Like I minted it on Manifold with Manifold. Manifold. So there we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's on OpenSea right now in my in my links. So you pre you, so you pre minted it, and now they're yes. just they're on they're like they're like a buy it now. Yeah, they're there. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So it's just a collection of paintings that I find interesting, art, art, uh, iconography, and um, each card kind of tells a story of, of just things I'm interested in. That's pretty cool. Doing. They're like tarot cards almost, huh? Yeah, kind of in that vein. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, so man. something fun to do. I like it. So Thank you. Yeah, my, my pleasure. So what else can you tell us about what's going on over there or like what's going on at any of these places? Give me a, either a Reddit or or a Discord. Just a little bit of leak, a little bit of alpha to us here, real quick. Just a tiny bit. Just, just, <laughs> just a tiny bit. Well, Discord. I would say keep an eye on Discord. Um, definitely, uh, just just plug in what we do there with with activities. You know, ch check those out. You know, um, I, I'd appreciate any feedback you guys have, or you know, if you like it, or and you have some great insight there, Lucas. Already, I can tell from what you were saying on how you know best to. Surface yeah, yeah all those features too yeah the game features are, are critical to put in like i would almost like add those as little ads inside general chat hey guys you want to play a game together like that should yeah. just pop up at, like if you're using free discord that should probably pop up like one in every like hundred uh general chat messages you know what i mean like and it will just be or like you know maybe even less but it should pop up so people know about it and i yeah. all i know is if it popped up for me i would be like yeah i want to play it could pop up like once every 24 hours or once every 48 hours or even once a week, which would definitely surface those, those apps, those little games. And then all it takes is like 10, you know, people in a discord that has a huge audience to get, to understand what they are. And all of a sudden you have like 10 people now have an unfair advantage over other people in discords. Right. And then when they have that unfair advantage, they're like, people are like, I want that unfair advantage too. And then they go, Oh, I want to play those games. Let's all play poker night. There's a lot of these communities that want to play these games. Yeah. Like they just don't know that they exist. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, we're, we're a free platform and, and frankly, in my opinion, like we're way too free. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like think you guys can make a better job of like also um, monetizing for sure. I, I think the, mm. I think the amp, I think you guys could definitely uh, change up your, your pricing and stuff like that and how you guys bill and like micro, the microtransactions you guys charge. I mean, make it an easier entry point. And I think it would like, I, I know there's like two different price levels where 
one's nitro and the other one's like, just, you know, come on for like a certain amount of money. There's just right. so many other ones where it's like, it could be a freemium model that, that makes you want to like charge up. And it's, it's not really changing your profile pictures or changing your prof like your, your name and different, you know, uh, in different discord servers, it's different. It's, there's so many other ways to do it. And like I said, why don't you do it? Like the cable companies do, right. They give you like, Oh, the first, first month or the first 12 months is like crazy cheap, right? Crazy cheap. And then not like crazy, crazy, but like really cheap. If you sign up for 12 months and then you get them when that 12 months is up, you just go right back up to the regular pricing and like 90% of people won't cancel. Cause it's a microtransaction no matter what. So right. there's definitely ways to do it, to test, to see if it works. And I think it would work really, really, I think it'd be really successful if you did it, if you did that. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we, we don't sell you any user info. Um, we That's have no good. ads. That's actually yeah. good. Yeah. And I, I wish people, more people know, cause knew about that because even though we have it out there, people, I still hear people say like, we sell, we don't sell anything. Uh, and it, obviously there's no ads. So the only way we, pay our bills is, is by nitro. Um, so we got to make that more attractive to people. And that's partly what we're doing with activities because there's two rotating free activities. Anyone can play at any time, but the rest of the activities are gated behind nitro. Uh, but only one person has to have nitro <clears throat> to play it. So one person can open the game and then everybody that's right there can play it with you, you know? So that's definitely interesting. And that'll definitely get people to, to sign up more. Um, the problem with that though, is all it takes is one person. So that it's kind of like an all you can eat buffet, like you, mm -hmm. one person. So this is, this is what happened back in the day. At least maybe you remember, maybe you don't all you can eat buffet. When I was a kid, one person was, <laughs> would get, the, would go buy it. And then uh, three of us would be like sitting at the table, just like chilling, like drinking water or something <laughs> crazy, like something really cheap. And they would get the food and they would just keep bringing plates back to all of us. And we'd all eat off of like the $10. Buffet, buffet <laughs> yeah. we're all like chipped yeah. in like two bucks we're like here you go go get us food and we just like we're just yeah. mauling this buffet and like they let us go because we were like kids right it, it wasn't like we were adults and stuff like eating them out of house and home but they, we definitely ate their food yeah. ponderosa yeah. is not a better company for it i can tell you ponderosa <laughs> i think that's what it was i think that's what it was oh, called yeah. yeah i remember that oh my god <laughs> Whatever happened to them? I guess we, you guys ate them out. Uh, of the hello. <laughs> it was <laughs> one in four people paid for their buffet and the other three uh, ate for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a discord buffet. We're giving away for free here, but we still get people complaining whenever we gate something behind nitro. So it's, it's a tough tightrope to walk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could actually make it even like layers, right? If you want to play, games add uh you know 99 cents a month or 12 dollars a year if you want to yeah. if you want to get to this just make multiple packages and then test right and that's really how you do it and then when they sign up for a year just make it really reasonable so that it doesn't hurt when you give them like when it's 80 bucks a year or like 70 bucks a year that's cool i think those i think it's those server boosts right you only how many of those server boosts do you get like three is it three a month or three for that's it um that you can you can change them but yeah three is it just three for the entire year you only get three right uh i think so geez dude yeah no that now stinks like, that stinks yeah. right like yeah. that's something you guys can improve definitely because if i'm paying like 80 or 90 dollars or a hundred dollars 
like, why am I only getting three server boosts for 12 months and then having to pay whatever the price is for another server boost or whatever. And I know what, I know it's like a donation kind of a thing. You want to boost your favorite server, stuff like that, but like make it so that people that run the server don't rely on people's good, <laughs> like people Get being crazy. good. Yeah. Cause let's be honest, they're not going to be that gen- people aren't that generous. And then you, then you need like, you need three boosts for that server yeah. every month. Right. And then after that month goes, you, you then have the, you have to like, you know, fire up those, you need three people to do it again. And I mean, yeah, you need 12 people to use all their boosts just on that server. Right. Right. Well, the boosts remain too. Right. And to, unless you switch it to another server, it'll stay on that. Spot. So wait, so my boost, I have three boosts, right? If I use all three boosts on a server and just leave them there, that's boosted for how long? 12 months or three or just one month? Oh geez. I'm pretty no, sure. No, it's, I, I'm pretty sure it's one month, dude. So that's why I'm saying like, okay. it's, it's hard. That's a oh, hard. Yeah. Like once, yeah, and yeah. then they start, they start expiring. So if I boost, if I use one of my boosts and two other people use one of their boosts, like those expire in 30 days. So then the, the server starts losing its boost. So then people actually have to start boosting it again. I think that is broken. I think, um, I think that needs to be fixed. Cause it's like, Dude, you keep having to boost servers and it's like it loses its ability to like function. And that's it's almost like I hate to say it, but like Spirit Airlines is a great example. Like I bought a ticket from Spirit Airlines last year and I'm like, wow, what a great deal. It's like 90 bucks from Vegas to L.A. because I live in L.A. And I'm like, what a great deal. Oh, yeah. And by the way, any kind of carry ons, another seventy five dollars. Like my laptop bag was $75 or something crazy where I was just like, what you guys are charging. And then if I wanted to like store a bag, it was another like $50, it was $50, $50. And it just eventually the ticket was like $200 and I could have bought a ticket from like another airline, like $20 more than 90, of course, $110, something like that. And it was carry on, of course, you know, anything carry on was free. So like it was such a bad deal. Um, I think it's, I think it's just a bad user experience when you have to keep buying boosts to like boost a server and stuff like that. You should, you should allow the people who own the server to like buy like a, just like a 12, like a thing that like boosts the server for an entire year and be done with it. You know, I I mean, I I get it. Like you're trying to get people to participate and see if they're from their good graces, they're going to like donate to boost the server. Um, They still can do that. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> they just uh, you know they, it would just I don't know I, I don't know there's this there's ways to monetize Discord I think that could be just done better so yeah absolutely I mean that's that's where <laughs> that's the never ending um, you know uh, exploration is is how best to do that where is Discord located like its headquarters is there a headquarters yeah we're in uh, San Francisco okay cool and. Yeah. Um, Nice. As as most of the team, uh, we're hybrid or? now. Yeah, okay. we're officially hybrid, like uh, spread all over. There, we do have a big headquarters, really nice headquarters in San Francisco that was finished in twenty twenty. You know, nice, right perfect timing. Yeah, perfect timing. <laughs> so that was that was fun. Um, but yeah, so we're I'm in Texas, obviously Dallas, like I said, and we have a, a team out here in Dallas, and uh, so yeah, we're spread around the states. That's pretty cool. How big is your team in Dallas? And do you guys like actually meet in real life? Yeah, we used to have an office here, but we let it expire too. But uh, there's about a dozen of us here. Nice. You guys are all working remote theoretically then because you have been. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. Were you right. like a WeWork or something like that? 
Uh, just a office rental. Yeah, that gotcha. type of thing. Um, but yeah, no, we're embracing, since we have the platform, you know, we're embracing it as a hybrid workspace because Discord is our office, basically. Yeah, that makes so. sense. Question is, do you guys use Discord for all your internal chats and stuff like that, too? Or are you using a third party? Oh, no, no. We, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> we, use, yeah. we use Slack at Discord. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah, we use Zoom and Slack. We don't yeah. That would have been no, interesting. Man, everything's, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, no, everything's on Discord. So. Gotcha. Is there any tools that we don't know about besides the games from Discord that we should know about that, that could be good as a business tool? Um, yes. Nothing I can share, but, you know. What? You can't share? Like, there's well, no product that's out right now that we could talk about and, like, say we could use it as a, a this is the cool thing that not many people use as a business tool. Oh. I don't know. I've, you know, got to remember too that I'm on the art side at Discord. Sure. So I'm, I'm not really, um, I wouldn't even call myself a Discord power user. You know what I mean? Like you probably know more about building servers than I do. <laughs> I wish, dude. I wish. Trust me. If I, if I, if I actually knew what I was doing, I could actually, you know, even make a really good living. Like I would totally start an agency that this that just builds Discords. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, you can have Clyde do it for you eventually. So, <laughs> Clyde, build me a Discord. What do you want it to look yeah. like? Yeah, I want the basics, man. Like, I don't want, I don't want twenty-seven channels. I even have, I'm part of um, a couple of like these mastermind groups on on Discord also. And man, when they get a hold of Discord and they clearly don't know how to use it, man, is it brutal to like watch them like build like nineteen channels mm. of like just spread out information that could have easily just been in like four or five channels and been like, guys, just go here. Stop making just multiple, multiple channels. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the problem is that people just when in doubt, they just create another channel. Just like they think right. it's like an email. Oh, well, let me just start a new email. No, don't right. do that. Don't do that. I think, I think our tools will, like the, like the Clyde AI, you know, stuff will help with that. Um, at least sort through the information and stuff like, so it, it's, it's, we're building for it. You know, we have a white whiteboard feature. Here's another one. We have a real time whiteboard feature that can take like sketches and transform them into like generative AI art, you know, uh, stuff like that. So a lot of cool features that'll help, I think, productivity and navigating discord and creating them, uh, that are coming out. Do you guys have a project management tool that's built into discord? Maybe like uh, Asana or something, you know, that might be a, pretty interesting tool no that's that's interesting but you know going b2b business you know building it like slack is built for businesses is it's kind of a whole different thing but you know we're we're like a thousand person company and we use discord uh, without any issues um but yeah no no asana yet we we use asana separately actually oh so you guys do use third party all right cool do we, so we look use at that look yeah, at that there we go but hey, you know, we, we work with third parties and stuff, so someone needs to build it for Discord. Right? Yeah. I think I think that's critical. And I know you guys have like a you guys have like a large base, kind of like WordPress plugins. You guys have like a Discord plugins community that builds, you know, apps okay. that you can pay for and things like that, right? Oh, huge. Yeah, and we yeah. have an app directory so you can search it easily. Um yeah, it's it's pretty amazing what people are building and that's what our goal is we're a platform 
we can't build everything everyone needs, but we can be a platform to work with developers to allow them to the build. Tools. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Building tool, true. building the ability to build tools for other other people to build on Discord and then charge for what they've built is is, yeah. is a pretty cool feature in and of itself. Because I know people that make, you know, they they see a an underserved population on like you know no code tools such as like like Weebly sites. Probably not many people know Weebly or use Weebly. <laughs> it's like one of the third party third party like no code like website builders, but there's like an entire like community there that need plugins. And there's like a, there's like a company that's like focused all of their efforts on building plugins for Weebly people. And they make mm. a killing millions of dollars a year selling Weebly plugins. So. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what, that's what we're doing, building the platform and that uh, opportunity for people to do. So my question to you is I, when I, when you first signed up the discord, it asks you what kind of a server you want to build, right? It does. It does ask you those things. Is there going to be one that's going to be like, you know what, you want to build an NFT community or a, like a web three community? Like, is it going to ask you about that or um, token gated no. things like that? Yeah. I mean, those are absolutely part of what, what will make discord safer and easier to use for the web three community. That's great. Um, yeah. I don't like the idea of third party tools being developed for stuff like connect your wallet. Cause that scares me. No, that's no, no, no. Yeah. That, yeah. No, that, that, that kind of stuff has already been in the works for a while. And we've, you know, even hinted at that before, but yeah, that that's absolutely going to be part of the core platform. Nice. I like it. Bread Sweet. or bread mintify or Tyler, do you guys have any questions for, for Ollie over here? I would have figured. I would have um, figured breadsticks did. Go ahead, Tyler. I, man, I don't. I've been. I've been always really fascinated with his work. Um, so, uh, people that know me know that I'm pretty bullish on Ollie, and uh, I'm excited for what's to come. It's it's hard because I have a bird's eye perspective of some stuff, and and I'm just really excited. And I think that uh, you know when when people talk about Ollie. I tell people to pay attention and I think that, you know, eventually people realize why. So, um, no, I'm really excited. I think this would be a big year for Ollie. I think so too. Ollie, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm going to, I'm checking out your, your, uh, your cards right now. I'm a big fan of like the tarot, like old timey look of these things they are very cool. Um, and you know, working at, again, working at discord, it's pretty, pretty amazing, especially during this time where, you know, the markets are down. This is the time to like focus on building the right stuff for when the community actually like starts thriving again, even though the community is not thriving right now, it will be again. And this is the time to build so that next time you guys are, you know, next time this round comes around, it will, and it will, I'm sure it is in the background. There are still com communities thriving right now and like are looking to like build their own software to get away from discord. But if you guys do it quick enough, you won't lose this audience again, like a great example of like losing an audience in this space was clubhouse. They didn't move fast enough. They didn't realize how big of the community they had going was, and they lost everybody from clubhouse to Twitter spaces, like over like a period of a couple of months. And, you know, people that worked at clubhouse, like reached out and was like, Hey, how do we get them back? I'm like, you know, guys, you probably can't like, you can token gate things. You can do whatever you want, but you guys still have a social audio app only. 
and this is a social media company that has a social audio layer that's a component to it. You can't beat that when you have 15, 16 years of, you know, social algorithmic learnings, you're not going to win against this innovation stack. So um, I don't know if you guys know that, but Clubhouse was actually offered to be purchased by Twitter back in 2020 and they turned down a $4 billion offer. And then Twitter spaces came in and just ate their lunch. They're still growing though over there. But anyway, example is that, but so hopefully discord moves fast enough so before these companies come out with some alternative and then they have this huge community that then uses that alternative, which then brings all the rest of the people in like the NFT Web3 space over to use that alternative as well. And I know there's companies like, uh, I think it's uh, Dust Labs, um, the D-Gods project are trying to build software to take to do ex- just exactly that. So keep an eye on those guys. And, you know, I hope for my, my sake, I just want the the best company and the best software to win. And I don't, honestly don't play favorites except for I like Ollie now because me and Ollie are buddies now. So I hope Discord wins right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I hope they do too. <laughs> yeah, that's what, my goal is I hope Discord wins. And my goal is I hope your art sells like 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 hotcakes, man. And I, I look forward to seeing you over at like Reddit. Like this is going to be amazing. When does Can you talk about when your Reddit stuff is going to launch? Or is that also top secret? That's that's the big question. We don't know. Yeah, we we just we don't even know. I couldn't even guess, but soonish, I hope. <laughs> really? Okay. There you go. That's interesting. You don't even know that when your art's gonna go. That's pretty. Uh... No, they keep it really tight under wraps. You know, we're all under NDA and stuff, especially for that kind of info. So, um, yep, don't know, but hopefully it'll be soon. That's pretty cool. Well, we got to keep an eye out for that. How do we, how do I stay in, like, how do I figure out like when that is? Do I just like DM you or maybe I can, you can DM me like, Hey, guess what? My art's going live. I think you will see it all over Twitter because the Reddit community kind of has infiltrated Twitter. uh, Yeah. I love Reddit people, by the way, so far I have not met a Reddit person. I don't like, they're all like really good people. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's trolls there. Just like there's trolls on Twitter, you know? But so far, the people that have come over are really cool, like Fratty Bags, yourself, Tyler. Um, there's a couple other people. I think it's uh, Crab Dad. There's a couple of people over here that I, I really enjoy. Yep. Yeah, so it'll be all over Twitter when, when, it get, when the date comes out, for sure. You right. won't miss it. <laughs> I hope not, man. I want, I want early access. I want to well, be on the... the- first- yeah, the second gen release, you know, in October sold out in like six hours or something. That's what I'm talking about, man. I need to know. It's crazy. So my community needs to know. Yeah. So when I know or when it's released, I'll, I'll shoot you a DM too. There you go. There you, you go. go. Or or shoot me a Discord DM, like a, on Discord. Make sure there it's, you go. Make sure it's yeah. via Discord because uh, I'll see that probably more than I will in my DMs because I get like 20, 30 DMs, maybe a day, maybe more, probably more on Twitter. So yeah, I yeah. barely see those. They come in and I'm like, Oh geez. They just get yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll hear it when, when it's uh, announced, you'll, you'll hear it, but I'll make sure you do too. <laughs> nice. I appreciate it. All right, man. Well, it was a pleasure having you on, man. I, I really look forward to like future success for you, man. You, you actually deserve it. You're like a really nice person. I love your art and I love what you are. You're just such a friendly guy that wants to share information like from, you know, you're, you're in like, again, discord's 
like lucky to have you as far as I'm concerned. So mad respect to you, brother. And thanks again for coming on the show today. It really means a lot. And um, if you guys just a real quick shout out. Um, sorry, hold on a second. Of course, I get a phone call right right at the time. I'm trying to do my shout out here. <laughs> so shout out to Zealous app, by the way, um, real quick. They're, they're a partner of mine. I'm a holder of Zealous for complete transparency. They like make your, they give you the ability to like make your audio into video and make it really seamlessly transcribed. So if you take a look at Zealous app um, and you guys won't be, you won't be unsatisfied. It really, it really helps you with your content game. If you really, if you're really interested in making content, take your audio, turn it into video, get it transcribed. That's the, that's the platform to use for right now. So go check out Zealous app. It's at How do you spell that? It is Z E A L O O U S. So just like the word zealous, being zealous about something. So Z E A L O U S. It's a really cool platform and it's definitely worth checking out. If you definitely make content, check it out. It's worth every penny. With that said, that is the end of our show today. Again, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Appreciate it. You rock, man. A screaming comes a thousand miles. It might be yours. It might be mine.